welcome to the Death of Polari show. I'm here today with Tom. How are you? Very good, thank you. I'm very happy to give you a great platform to share your story. So for those of you who don't know, Tom worked at Polaris as a graphic designer. So why don't you tell your audience about your great background and we can start from there. I've been a design geek uh, since I can remember. Uh, when I was in high, high school, I actually founded uh, the Designers Club. Uh, we did graphic work uh, for every school initiative, um, be it uh, flyers, drama club, graduation balls, yearbooks, and, uh, and so on. The real reason I, I love graphic design is that I help people put their words into design. I'm able to express through, um, through graphics whatever whatever's can't find with words. I've always wanted to uh, do this for a greater cause. Actually, I never really went to university after I finished uh, high school. I've been freelancing for a while and learned everything I know from uh, online classes and tutorials. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm what you could call a self, self-taught self person. One day, back in March 2020, as a result of the first COVID-19 lockdown, I actually came across a portfolio review for young creatives, an online portfolio review for young creatives, actually. I uploaded my portfolio to, to get feedback, and I was a little bit anxious um, because the other portfolios seemed much more professional than mine. Uh, they also looked like they had years of experience already, and I was feeling a little bit like an outsider. And is this how you got your first job? Yeah, funny story. I got my, my feedback on my portfolio, not only from professionals already established uh, in the industry, but also from one of my peers. Her name was Costanza. She contacted me because she loved my work and said she could see my drive and my drive to make an impact, impactful graphic is existence. Uh, her words, not mine, actually. And you guessed it, she offered me a job uh, to work as a graphic designer at Polaris. I would love to say that I'm surprised, but I'm really not. Are there any interesting stories that you would like to share with us today, Tom? As a matter of fact, yes. As I mentioned, I was recruited out of a very early stage of Polaris's creation. One of the first logical steps was actually to discuss our online presence to drive visibility and reach potential clients. So uh, we started from there, the website itself. As any reputable graphic designer, I thought of every single detail. Uh, so it could be the logo, the color of the palette, the font we actually use, the imagery, and the graphic style of the Polaris's website. We spent months going back, uh, back and back and forth uh, with the brief to finalize the perfect website, both visually and content-wise, for our purpose-led agency. And it was almost finally done. Oh, that's great to hear. Why do I feel there's a but? in your story. Hmm. You're right, you're starting to get our mentality at Polaris indeed. Uh, so Costanza wanted to build an agency that would bring positive change to the environment and society through our projects, which we managed to show for our stunning website. But after attending an online conference, we came across the concept of green internet, something that I, have, I had heard of from some of my peers, but nothing that I actually put into practice. We found an astonishing research saying that if the internet was a country, it would be the sixth polluter uh, polluter worldwide. After knowing this, we simply couldn't just make a Wix website. We had to rethink everything. So we dug further into the topic and talked to a couple of my friends, a website developer and a computer uh, computer science student, and they opened another world to me. To me. So uh, a world of website design and carbon impact, green websites and green hosting. The energy used to power the internet and websites can obviously be reduced, but the main impact is made when using renewable and sustainable energy. That's crazy. The sixth polluter? What would you say were the main challenges with doing that? I would say the main challenge, once you find out about this green web world, is just not to turn away. 
it's easier said than done obviously green websites take way 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 longer uh, to create and green hosting is obviously more expensive ultimately making an energy efficient website is not an easy task while researching on the matter I actually came across a lot of helpful uh, resources from web prof web professionals I had long conversations with several green uh, hosting platforms to understand better the various uh, differences and prices. I even came across a web hosting that is com that is completely generated by solar power. And if you host your website with them, well, your website is going to be down for a couple hours per day during the night when no solar energy is produced, obviously. Um, I also found the website Carbon Calculator. And how can you calculate that? There's actually a website that does it for you. You just need to insert your website's URL and five key metrics that will actually be calculated. So these five key metrics are data transfer of the wire, energy intensity of web data, energy source used by the data, uh, carbon intensity of electricity, and website traffic. Once calculated, you receive a score and you discover how much CO2 per page view your website produces. You can also get a badge to plug into your website with your score. So to sum up, Ultimately, what's one thing that you would tell our listeners, something that you learned from your experience at Polaris, Tom? There are a lot of challenges while, while building, building a green website. However, embedding purpose in a graphic design is still feasible. The thing is, Polaris used sustainable design, renewable energy, and had a complete green website hosted sustainably. But this still doesn't change the fact that our clients might not have been on the same wavelengths as us. We should have maybe added an extra green website design service at the agency. I don't really know. I'm not saying this was the main reason why our agency failed, obviously, but it might have been one of the core reasons as to why. Thank you so much, Tom, for sharing your story with us today. Thanks again for having me. Thanks for listening to the Death of Polaris show. If you've enjoyed it, subscribe now.